0: Okay, good evening.. We are here finishing up a Gimel of Shara Chuva here. And as we've seen, this Perek Gimel is really a, an introduction to actually going through the steps of chuva. The steps of chuva come in Perek Dalet. There are four steps of chuva, which the Havaavovas will delineate. He'll explain them in proper detail. But here in Paragimel, this is an introduction, this is, as we explained, a prerequisite that one has to have certain understandings, a certain appreciation for various ideas in, in the world at large, in what his sins do, both to himself and the effect that it has, and that there is retribution, and that Hashem doesn't forget. And these ideas, if they're not clear in a person's mind, so it's going to be hard to expect for the person to go through part of the rigorous process of tshuva. Because there are some difficult parts of tshuva. It's not physically hard, although we'll see an interesting point tonight. But it takes perseverance. Once a person sets his mind to do it, he can do it. And it's attainable for anybody. That has to be. If Hashem gave the mitzvah of tshuva, it has to be, it's attainable. Even those, the, the Gemara tells us that the Rebbe of Rameir, Elisha ben Avuya, who was called after that acher, because he rejected it all, the nebuch, he did terrible things, he was being mechal Shabbos, being mechal Yom Mekipurim because he heard a baskel, he heard a voice ring out from heaven, that tshuva ban m'shevavim Chutzme acher. Everybody can do tshuva, except for acher. And he thought that he was precluded from doing tshuva. And it wasn't true. He wasn't precluded. It just meant he's going to have to work harder. Which really gives us a lot of courage. Because he's the only person that we know of clearly that was told in the Gemara, that was told that, well, I'm not going to help you do tshuva. A similar idea we find by Pari in the Torah. Hashem says, I'm not going to let you do tshuva. What does it mean i to tshuva? I'm not going to assist you in doing tshuva. Which means, except for those few people, the rest of us actually get Hashem's help when we embark on Shuvah. But no, still, nonetheless, there is parts of Shuvah that, that need perseverance, that need restraint, and in order to be able to expect to do it in full, person has to have these understandings, these appreciations. So up to number six, Shishi. A person should contemplate with himself. Think. This person sometimes has to just stop and think before he even deals with tshuva, before he even deals with any particular that he's done. He should stop and think and says, you know, I I know I want to do tshuva, and I know I'm going to start thinking about things, things I've done wrong, but at the same time, what I've been doing is rejecting the will of the Almighty. What I've been doing is ignoring the command of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of our Creator. And Hashem is the one who has given me everything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given me all the good that I have. Everything good in the world that I have, starting from being alive and being in this world, and every pleasure that is available to a person and all of his life and everything that he has is all due to Hashem's giving him. And if we think about that, you know, we have this, a lot of different sayings about slapping a gift towards in the mouth and so on and so forth. And here this is in, 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 the, in the most strongest and starkest way. We hear everything good that we have comes from a Baruch Hu, and he's the one who says, "I don't want you to do this. I have to refrain from doing this. I need you to do this. Need you. I'm allowing you to do this." And when we ignore that and we reject it, we rebel. We're rebelling against someone who has given us an abundance of goodness. So we contemplate that. And even with all of that goodness, we have still rebelled. It's really. It's, a, it's, it's doubly as bad. Not only did we not come to thank Hashem for everything that He has been doing and giving to us, but instead of thanking Him, we have slapped Him in the face, Kavi Instead of thanking Him, we have done contrary to what He asks us to do. So when a person thinks about this, then he, he should get a feeling within him and say, you know, it behooves me even if it wasn't a mitzvah, even if it wasn't for my own good, it behooves me to want to do tshuva and repair this relationship with Hashem, repair the mistakes that I've made because of all of the goodness that Hashem has provided me. And instead of showing appreciation and thanking Him, Hashem, for that, and repaying Him and listening to Him, I have rejected His word. That's really every sin that we do really comes down to this point as well. But that's only half of the story, says Chavah Zavobas. Secondly, another thing that that deserves contemplation is a person should balance. He has to think about it. Make a The punishment for doing a sin against the sweetness and the pleasure that he had doing the sin. Is it worth it? And this is a the decision that we make all the time. Person knows: Is it worth it to smoke? If later on it could it could uh, make his lungs irreparable, is it worth it? Sometimes it's it's not as uh, catastrophic as that. Is it worth it to eat a second helping of this chocolate cake, which I know is, is going to be bad for me? Is going to give me heartburn? Yeah, do it. Is it worth it? So we weigh that. Okay. Sometimes we say it's worth it. But if we really know how bad the punishment is, and we believe in it, then we say, is it worth it? It's stupidity to, to indulge in, uh, in a pleasure that is short-lived, short-lasted, and as sweet it is, as it is, it doesn't compare to what's waiting for him in the future. So a person has to make this cheshben, as he quotes from Perky Ovis like to make this cheshben. And then the other side as well, viz gmul and the sweetness of the benefits and the reward that we're going to get for all of our mitzvahs that we do. Im tzairah, boyle mazer, boyle it's difficult. Oh, I should go schlep to Shul to Tadam with a minion. I should do this mitzvah. I should answer the door for the person who's knocking because he wants some tzedakah. I should look at my uh, text because the fellow wants some help. All of these things—it's difficult. There's some sorrow. There's some pain involved. But what about all of the sweet reward that's waiting for us? that's in store. So that balance, a person always has to make. Like really, I'll tell us the sages already said in us. <Hebrew> have a of We should make a cheshben, make an accounting of the hefzed, means the loss that we have to give up, whatever we have to give up for doing a mitzvah, compared to the reward that we get for it, uschar veira, the enjoyment of an aveira, the enjoyment of that pleasure, which is ephemeral, k'neget hafzedah, compared to the loss that we're going to have to get in the end of the day. So this is an interesting chesed. The Mashkiach wanted to un- understand, perhaps, in the words of the chavos here, that these are the two aspects that we've said previously. That in every avera, there's two aspects: there's ashamnu and there's borgadnu. There's a certain amount of desolation of destruction that a person brings with any avera that he that he does, small or big. A small avera brings small desolation, but big avera even more. So there's always that one aspect. Then there's another aspect of Bogadnu. We have been traitors. We have turned our backs on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's an affront to the King. So the first aspect of Shamnu, it's we're just destroying it for ourselves. We're digging a hole under where we're standing. And secondly, we're Kaviochul slapping Hashem in the face. So these two aspects of what Chavosavavos is bringing over here. Number one, the Bogadnu. We have to make a with ourselves in, in a favor that I've done, you know what that really means? That really means that all of the goodness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has bestowed upon me, I, I rejected it. I, I paid no attention to it, and I still didn't listen. That's what God person should make that accounting. And then secondly, what's it worth it? What's it worth it for me? For me personally, that I've done this, which now I wanted to do it because I couldn't hold myself back, and yet I'm going to pay for it in the end. Or is it worth it? Should I push myself to do this? To do this mitzvah? To do this maizim teivim? Is it worth it? You know we're going to lose out if you don't do it? Ah, There was such a reward waiting. So these cheshbonis, these calculations that a person should make with himself are really what will motivate a person to be sincere about his doing truth. And finally, v'ashvi on the 7th the certain amount of of a burden, a certain amount of difficulty. Because one of the most difficult parts of doing tshuva is that we have to put put on the brakes to what we've been doing wrong. We have to stop what we've become accustomed to. And we are creatures of habit. That's the way we are. And when we get used to something, we just we just can't live without it. We can't live without doing it. We become creatures of habit. And that, Hergal, as he calls it, that just becoming accustomed to what we have been doing is very hard to stop. We know the people who go to the point of becoming so used to something, it becomes an addiction. And when it comes to the point of an addiction, oh, then they have to go through a 12-step process. They have to go through a whole process of rehabilitation, reframing to get them out of what they've become accustomed to. And the same is really true with becoming accustomed to doing the wrong things, doing Averis. So it's going to take a lot of work, not physical work, but emotional strain. There's going to be emotional strain to pull back, to hold back from what we've been doing wrong and change directions. It's possible. We can all do it but it's going to take effort. And a person is going to have to sort of resolve in his mind that if he's going to embark on Shuva seriously with a with a proper approach, it's going to take work. No pain, no gain. And the way he says it, it's an interesting Pesach that he brings for this. Again, Mahashvi, the seventh and final prerequisite that's going to be needed. Lehimona min horah to hold back, to restrain from the bad things, the evil ways, the sins that he has become accustomed to. And this is just, this is what he does. He just gets used to talking a certain way, acting a certain way, and he has to then change. He has to reframe his, his his whole way of thinking about that particular way of life that he's doing. And he has to change, and it takes effort and he has to resolve and he has to make up in his mind and in his heart that he's not going to do that. He says, This pasuk says, Tear your hearts and not your clothing. Tear your hearts, not your clothing? So different ways of explaining this pasuk. Some explain it that, Tear your heart, meaning do tshuva, and then you won't have to rent your garments with something catastrophic happening from the heavens, like broke has to punish a person, and a loved one could die, and he has to rent his garment, like tear in Korea. It could be like that. Or some other tragedy that he's going to get upset about and tear his clothing because he's upset about it. So, Kirulavavachem, do tshuva, and then you won't have to pay for it later. But here, Chavasavov is saying an extra point. The davs dafs rice in the hearts. You know what that means. It means you have to tear your heart. Tear your heart. It's an expression. It's like people say like, oh, I'm gonna I pulled out my hair. You didn't literally pull out your hair, but it's an expression. Like it's like when someone breaks your heart. Breaks your heart when he cut it in half. It's an emotional expression, and that's what we have to do here. We're gonna have to get re- it's gonna take work and it's gonna take effort and it's gonna take restraint and that emotion is gonna be it's gonna be difficult on the heart, it's gonna be difficult on the psyche. But if a person says, but that's better, it's worth it to be cured. I'd rather tear my heart. I'd rather make it difficult and go through that pain. Therefore, I don't, don't have to end up tearing something else. Therefore, I don't have to be pay for it in some other way. So, so when we've already preceded, the knowledge and the appreciation of these seven aspects, in the mindset of the sinner, then, once you have all these seven clearly down, and just quickly to summarize them, number one, a person has to know, I did this Havera, I actually spoke Lashonara about a fella in Shul, and then I have to see, one second, do I have to ask him Mechila, because did it affect him negatively, if it didn't, I don't have to tell him about it, I just have to do Tshuva Tashem, but I have to say, I spoke Lashonara, and that brings tragedy and brings destruction to the world. I have to know what I did wrong. Number two, I have to realize and appreciate the disgracefulness of every sin. Ultimately, it's 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 a terrible thing to do. A sin is a terrible thing. And even if we did it unintentionally, even if we did because we didn't we wouldn't we didn't restrain our yitzhara, but we have to understand and appreciate how bad it is. Number three, person has to know that there's punishment. Every avera is punishable. Without, before, if, if, unless tshuva was done. Number four, it's all written down. There's a whole list of my avaris that I did. Number five, a person has to know the power of tshuva. That with tshuva, he could heal himself. He could have a clean slate. He could wipe out any of those avaris. Any of those things can be wiped out, can be discarded with tshuva. Number six, like we learned tonight, a person should make a cheshben. whats it worth it? Is it worth it? to just continue in my folly, to continue going down this path, or should I stop it and change direction? And number seven, a person has to resolve that it's going to be difficult, and it's going to be somewhat strenuous on an emotional level, but it's worth it, and a person resolves it with that full resolution, then it is possible for him to do tshuva from all of his areas. Nachta Boisei and HaGuten Shabbos.